0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: D is my good people at Bakotopia Land. This is Matt again. As if you didn't know, with another spicy episode of the Bagotunes Podcast, Episode 41. You're about to hear my two-part interview with Yesod Williams, drummer for Reggae Rockers Pepper, who will be in Bakersfield on Friday, October 20th, 2006, at 8 p.m. at the Fox Theater in downtown Baco as part of the Jaegermeister Music Tour. Also on the bill will be Acoustic Roots Rockers, Slightly Stupid. So get your tickets or find out how to win free tickets on BacoTopia.com. All right, now gather your best mates, bust out the cold brew and buds, and listen up because here. We go with part one of the Beaco Tunes podcast, episode forty-one. Peace. I'm calling Yesad Williams of Pepper right here on the Beaco Toons podcast. To see if he answers. Yo, Matt. Yesad. How's how's everything going for Pepper right now?
2: Um, everything's going excellent, man. Uh, just uh a lot of anticipation because we got the new album coming out on October third, and the uh, first one we've had in a, a couple years, and uh, definitely the closest to our heart. So, so we're just a lot of excitement. right?
1: Okay, now who is missing from the interview? Uh,
2: Brett and Kaleo are the other two guys. It's just a uh, three-piece, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, they uh, I play drums, and Kaleo plays guitar, Brett plays bass and then uh, both of them share in the lead singing duties. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it's kind of a bit like, uh, you know, like the dynamic in Blank 182 or something, not, not the music or anything, but just the dynamic of two different lead singers. Mm-hmm. And it kind of goes back and forth. And then uh, I do all the backup vocals. So, so we, we, we delve heavily into the three-part harmonies live.
1: I was in Amoeba Music in L.A. one night and...
2: Nice. Killer. I we'll love that place.
1: Yeah, and I was just looking through the music videos and uh, and then I saw the Pepper live and I had never seen you guys perform live and I just bought it, checking it out. And So you guys did this... Was it like a two-night show at the Troubadour?
2: Yeah, yeah it was. A, it was two nights and it was a... It was really cool because it was one of the you know those ones like around the time when we actually could first ever start selling out any places. So um, it was our first time playing with True Roar, and yeah, you know, we did the two nights there and filmed both nights and kind of took the best from both nights and made it into one DVD. Yeah. And uh, uh, but like honestly, like stoked, but, like love you for getting going out and getting that and whatnot, but that really doesn't represent nowadays like our, our show we just believe like we've been on the road for so long and whatnot that we've become that much tighter of, of, of a band so gotta definitely come out and check one of the recent shows because yeah. we're, we're all about the progression that's what keeps us going throughout the days, you know when, when was that recorded that was a while ago man That was probably recorded I'd say in the fall of 2002 and then it was released in um, like early 2003
1: Wow, so it's been that long, and I just barely, I just, this was like last year when I got it, too.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's, yeah, we've been, I mean, our first album came out in um, in early 2000s, which was like uh, giving it, and then um, Conatown came out in 01. And then, yeah, so we've been at it for a while. We've been a band since 97, so we're coming up on 10 years here.
1: Now, are you guys still living in Hawaii, or are you living in the U.S., or are you guys split uh, up? Oh, yeah,
2: no, and unfortunately not. we're not living in Hawaii anymore because, you know, it's just in the middle of the ocean, out in the Pacific, so it's kind of not as feasible for a band that are, uh, at this, this stage in our career to be touring and whatnot. So we, yeah. we all live in Southern California now and around the Northern San Diego area. Mm-hmm. You told
1: me that the band got together in 97. Uh, right. can, can you give me kind of like a brief history of how you guys got together until now?
2: Uh, yeah, I mean in a nutshell, we, uh, we grew up in a town called Kona on the big island of Hawaii and a real small town. I mean, it's grown a lot uh, these days, but I mean, still small, but back when we were growing up it was even smaller and everyone knows everyone there. And we always knew each other as uh, people that, you know, we knew each other played music and whatnot as far as us three in the band one day at a party it was right right around the time right before uh, me and brett were going to graduate because cleo is uh, a year older than us, a year before in 96 uh, and me and brett graduated in 97 so right before we graduated um, I-, I saw cleo at a party and and i kind of had been over playing drums for a long time since so i started when i was really young I-, I think i got i got jaded on it when i was really young playing with older musicians and stuff and uh i don't know just at a party though just just got the bug and I uh, started talking to Clayo. And we just started rapping out about jamming. And then, and then I'd known Brett forever because he lived uh, right down the street from me just all through like middle school and whatnot. And uh, but him and Clayo actually had been playing music like all through high school when I kind of was just I just wanted to surf and, and like hang out with my friends and whatnot. But uh, so I would known Brett forever. But then we start me and Cleo started talking about uh, jamming. And then uh, Clayo was like, "Yeah, I we'll want Brett come in and the three of us will jam." and and uh, I went up and, and and jammed. And Brett had always told Kaleo because he knew me for so long, like, oh yeah, like you ye, got to got to check him out. Like he's sick. Like I used to play in like these metal bands, so he's like, oh, yeah, like good, like sick like metal drummer or something. And then. Um, uh, I went up and practice and I was so rusty that, like, I guess the boys told me that after I left the fair, like, Brett was like, I don't know what happened, man. Like, like, I'm sorry, I told you it was good. Like, I, I don't know what happened. And I just, I, I was so rusty. But then by the second practice, I'd kind of, I guess, shaken some rust off. So we, we like, the second practice we had, <laughs> and, and the boys weren't worried anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell me about the name. What is the name, Pepper? Uh the name, um, uh. It's from a Saturday Night Live episode from the early '90s. Um, it's like the Pepper Boys episode with. Uh, it's got Kevin Nealon and Kirstie Alley are like these uh, customers at an Italian restaurant. And, uh, Rob Schneider, Adam Sandler, and uh, Dana Carvey are, are like the bus boys, and they're just like super horny, like, oh yeah, you like of the pepper. Oh, I know. And they're like exactly per- what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like purving out on Kirstie Alley, and, and Kevin Nealon's tripping out, like, honey, what? what why are you letting him fondle your boobs and whatnot and and like she's like no don't worry it's just part of their culture and uh, uh the pitbull, yeah so that's basically where it came from we're we're we're, we're huge everyone asks like what our influences are and one of the huge influences is comedy like like we love comedy we thrive we on it. it it makes being on the road easier and and it's just a super uh, a super carefree thing that goes along with just what kind of people we are so yeah. Besides all the bands we listen to and love, and all the music we listen to and love, that's a big part of it too, is all the the good comedy. Now, can you you describe the sound? I mean, coming from the band, it's just, it's it's reggae and rock, you know, put together with a little bit of an island feel to it. Like, especially a couple of songs on the new album kind of have a, um, well, actually, especially one, I think of a a song called Bring Me Along that's on the new album that's coming out. Um, And that's got a real island kind of reggae feel to it, which is, um, in Hawaii, everyone calls it Jawaian music. It's like a mixture of Hawaiian and Jamaican music, and there's there's a ton of, there's a ton of that over there. And we just grew up listening to it. So, I mean, it's reggae and rock in a nutshell. But then we definitely have that bit of that island feeling and, and island spirit in it too. But then when, whenever I get asked this question, I like to um, revert to what I've heard other people say about us. Which 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 uh, I know there's some funny ones, but there's a couple that really stick out. Like uh, maybe three years back, someone said we sound like a cross between. And I, I by no way agree with it or whatever. I just like, I just kind of wish this was true. But one, one person said we sound like Soundgarden and Black Uhuru put together, <laughs> which, which I, which I was like, that's like, I was like, that's fucking crazy. But I'll take it. Like whatever you say. So, uh, uh, and then the other one is more recently, about a year ago, someone said we had. The spirit of Bob Marley and the blood of No Effect. So that, that that really pumped
1: me up too. So no, that's really like, that's really cool. Especially do you like those do you like oh you obviously like Bob Marley. You like No Effects and do you like uh,
2: all those bands I just mentioned are huge, huge influences and idols, and, and everything in those categories. Do you think of? I know you
1: guys have probably heard this before, but you know, I I'd, I'd ask, I'll ask it to you again. But do you get a lot of the sublime comparisons? To
2: oh the music? yeah, yeah, ton- yeah, yeah, tons. I mean, I think more, a little less, more these days, maybe, or, um, or or maybe I don't notice it as much anymore, or I don't know what it is. But I mean, everyone, you know, and. and the funny thing is, like, there's those Sublime comparisons, but then there's some people that, like, kind of, like, hate on us, because they're like, oh, you guys are just rip blah, blah, blah. And, um, I don't know, I think those are the kind of the people that maybe hear a song of ours or something once, and they don't really, like, delve into it to, to see what Pepper's really about. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I just, you know, I mean, what can you say? If, if people are noticing your band and comparing you to, a, a, like, a legendary band like Sublime, then there's nothing you can say bad about that or complain about that or whatever, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, whatever people are hating on it, but whatever, yeah. that's, that's, that's gonna happen, that's
1: life. <laughs> the underground fan base, of Pepper's underground fan base, it's, it's kind of really definitely taken on a life of its own. When you when you first came to the States or, you know, until you became like permanent residents over here and you do like a show right in the middle of the U.S., away from the beach, away from everything, but, how,
2: how do the crowds react to you guys? Oh, uh, well, there was no crowds. <laughs> really? Yeah, I mean we've you know we've uh, we've built this band completely on the road, and mm-hmm. I mean we've gone we we've we started on the Warped Tour, which uh, we got uh, lucked out because we were involved with Volcom Entertainment, which ended up releasing a couple of our albums, and they had a stage. So I mean we we actually had a tour, we and a stage we could play on, and the deal was we had to set up the stage and break it down every day, so we were like stage crew. Uh-huh. Plus we had to drive ourselves in a van and play every day. Uh-huh. But I mean, but no, but nonetheless, it was I mean a heavy character builder and really. Really t- uh, made us tough on the road, or wh- whatever you want to call it, for lack of a better term. Just made our made our skin a little tougher just to be on the road for 200 shows out of the year. So, um, but yeah, those. I mean, we're on a side stage, and you know, Warped tour. If I mean, if you don't basically go out and like make make people come to your stage, or you have somewhat of a name, and you know, at that point we're just starting out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, there'd be it'd be. Like, Good Charlotte playing right next to us. Before, they blew up really huge, but they still had about a 1,000 people watching them every day. And, like, they'd, they'd play right before us, and it'd be the great disappearing actor. We'd watch these 1,000 people just walk right by us while we're, like, starting our first song. And we're just hoping to God, like, please, maybe at least, like, 50 have a will stay, and it would never happen, but... <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, that, but but yeah, that was uh, that was that was. Uh, I mean, it was a bit of a maybe reality check because you know we didn't know we were like yeah we'll move to the main line and we'll buy a van and, and we'll just start playing and, and you know things things could open up but um, we we did that realized we were like oh my god holy shit tour is so heavy like this is so heavy if this is what tour is but it's kind of cool because anything after that was like pretty pretty minor. Compared to that, you know. Yeah. Any, any, any other band or anything was like, was like, oh, okay, this is way easier than that was.
1: You, before we go on to part two of my interview with Yesod Williams from Pepper, here's a song by the band Pepper. This is Ashes. To his podcast is here live and fresh for you. Here is part two of my interview with Pepper. Do you guys always reach over to go over to the East Coast a lot, or would you guys mainly stay along the, the West Coast?
2: Oh, no. I mean, at first, when we first got here, like I said, we did that warp Tour, but then anything beyond that was m- more towards the West Coast, mm-hmm. just because we were starting out. But yeah. yeah, now pretty much every tour we do, we'll, uh, unless it's just a small little maybe uh, five-day run like up the coast. but. Like, we just did a tour of 311 in the Whalers, and that was all across the country. Then last year, we did uh, two national tours that were all the way across the country, you know, about 40 dates, 50 dates in each one of those. Mm-hmm. So um, we get over there as much as we can. Um, this year was kind of a bit different than last year. We didn't get to do the two full tours because we're, we've never spent so long making an album before. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one, we kind of t- jumped around and used about three different producers four different producers and uh so what ended up happening was we took about eight months so kind of sacrificed a lot of the year that that would have been touring but you know we we hope it's time well spent that uh everyone's gonna enjoy the, the, the product and and, uh, and the result of all that hard work and time you know
1: absolutely well the, you know the Jägermeister tour which you guys are on with uh, slightly stupid uh, right. it's a, in the past it's been very you know heavy metal oriented and hardcore music hardcore bands you know everybody's slayer how, how, yeah. did, how did it come about that pepper and slightly stupid for, for pick for this tour
2: um well I mean first of all before I uh, answer that I just want to say that it's great to be the first uh, or one of the first two bands i slightly stupid to kind of be turning over a new leaf for Jaeger because mm. I mean it's so good that they support music anyway might as well just be all kind of music so yeah. um yeah so definitely just extra fired up about that but uh how it came about basically is um the guys from Jaeger we actually hooked up as far as Pepper we hooked up with them through a band our friend's band called OPM and uh they're on Cottonmouth Kings record label and we just really hit it off with them and they would always uh, help us out and just as our band grew and um and then, actually, right right. eventually after that, too, Slightly Stupid got up with them and, and just as our band grew and uh, Slightly Stupid grew a little bit, you know, we could uh, get to the point where uh, we could fill up the venues that they have on the Jaeger tour and make it worth everyone's while. So, um, you know, it's just a, just more of a friendship thing, I think, that uh, led it to it and their willingness to think outside the box and not, not realize or realize that there are more fans for Jaeger and for music in general than just the hardcore fans, you know, so...
1: Right on, right on. Uh, what's the name yeah, of uh, What's the name of your of your latest release coming out?
2: It's called No Shame, and mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about the new one that's coming out, right? Yeah,
1: the brand new one that's coming out.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's called No Shame, and um, it comes out October third. And yeah, right now we're doing there's all the pre-sale and all that available on uh, our website on PepperLive.com. And uh, yeah, just really excited because we've been we haven't had an album for about two and a half years out, so we're just like dying for people to listen to this. So it's not like playing new songs live because, you know, now you play a new song live before the album comes out yeah. and it's one of those things where people are kind of just checking it out. They're not going to... Like, we play a song from one of our older albums and people just go ape shit and they're going to just go off and sing along and, 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 and dance and, and huh. mosh and do whatever. Yeah. Where, where, where you play a new song and it's expected... But it kind of kills the energy a little bit, but it's expected that, you know, people are going to sit back a little bit and check it out and be like, oh, oh, sick, a new song? What's, oh, what's this about? What are, what are they saying? Oh, what, you know what I mean? What are the different parts going to be? So, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great once we get the album out and, and people can sing along and they know the songs. And, and that's always such a, a fun thing to get yeah. fresh, fresh blood into the system and... In the system, I mean by the whole Pepper system, the fans and the band,
1: you know. Mm-hmm. No, can fans expect like your signature style, or is there what's the the most different thing that's going to be on this CD that you're doing with the latest project?
2: Um, the most I'd say, as far as the sounds, the most different sound is we have a one song called Like Your Style, and it's a it's like a full like almost like dance hall like like club song. Like dancehall reggae, almost like 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 club track, like me, like killer dance song, killer beat. But uh, but yeah, definitely a, a bit different than anything we've done before. But still, right down the vein of pepper. Nothing that I think like our last album in with the old kind of caught people off guard. There's uh, kind of a, a couple different flavors that maybe maybe went a little far outside the boundaries of of. Uh, what the essence of Pepper is, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to set any boundaries on the band. Uh, we might have went a little too far out where it kind of caught some of our fans off guard, where, you know, like, they love Conatown. They're like, that album's your best work. The In With Old album, maybe, which is, I mean, which is basically an album that, you know, I love. I think it's got its, its great, great parts to it, but I do agree that there's a couple weird things on it where we might have maybe, maybe just, you know, succumbed to someone else's idea or not totally did what we want, which the new album is just, the, just the perfect, complete collaboration between the three of us, and um, with, with the producer's help, of course, you know, rounding things out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but the 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 album, which is the one before the last album, our second album, has like a steady, heavy groove throughout the whole thing, and that's the one that you know all our fans are like, that's for sure a favorite album. So I think this, this new album, No Shame, has those same characteristics where it's got the steady groove throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But but it's like but it's like. Times a hundred where from where Tonaton was, just because you know we've been on the road for so long, we've. Uh there's been more experiences and just more uh, a, a bit maturity of the of the songs or, or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, I, basically it's like gonna be conaton kind of on steroids is what I was liking to call the new album. Our main website, our official website, is pepperlive.com. Mm-hmm. That's all one all one word, pepperlive. And then the MySpace is myspace.com/pepperlive.
1: Well, I know a lot of fans are right here in Bakersfield are looking forward to seeing you guys together. Have you ever played in Bakersfield before?
2: <laughs> Yeah, actually, a uh, funny story. We played with Snoop Dogg in Bakersfield before, <laughs> at, uh, at the at the, cen- the Centennial Gardens, I think it's called.
1: Really? I
2: yeah. remember that. I remember that
1: when Snoop Dogg came, but I didn't know you guys were, were doing the show. Yeah, yeah. It
2: was like it was like two years ago.
1: Well, a lot of fans, you know, they're they're looking forward to you guys coming back together. Especially with Slightly Stupid, it's going to be a great yeah. No, it's, tour. it's been. I mean,
2: it's been uh, like uh, like like one of our first like good tours or whatever where we were playing for people every day was Slightly Stupid took us out like uh, like three years ago and. And we did like two tours of them, and this is the first one since then, and so we're going back out as uh, co-headliners, and and it's going to be really cool. And yeah, definitely stoked for all the fans, because I know everyone's super fired up on it, but we are as well. Right on. Do you have any message for your Bakersfield fans? You know, we're we're trying to step it up every day at every show, so everyone's got to come out to the most recent shows to see what we got going on, because we got something different going on every show. And we're stepping it up and bringing more energy every time. But the only reason the energy's coming is because all the fans are so heavy and so fucking loving, and they just like to fling it back and forth. So yeah, that's, a, that's all. That's a, that's all I have to say about that. We love you. Right on, man. Right on. Well, I wish you uh, wish you a safe journey on this. Late,
1: late. You're kicking off the tour. You're going to be here at Bakersfield on Friday, October yep. 20th. Yep. Stupid. Yep, the the dome. A- we're stupid. We're going to rage.
2: Guys are gonna go crazy, and everybody's gonna go no, crazy. crazy. we're gonna we're gonna tear we're gonna tear the fucking place down, Pookie. <laughs> right yeah. on, man. Well, thank you so
1: much, Yesod, for for taking the time to be on the show. And uh, yeah,
2: no worries. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate the time that you take with us to uh, to you know represent and uh, and show love to Pepper. Right on, brother. Okay, we'll take care. And we'll see you here in Bakersfield. All right, man. Take Thanks care. You again. Peace. Hello.
1: Thank you, Yesod, for being on the show. It's gonna be a hot one at the Fox Theater on October 20th. So get your tickets online or enter to win on Bakotopia. Here's another song by Pepper from their latest CD, No Shame, and this song is called Your Face. Till next time, peace. Pecotope.com, peace.
0: Say Shoes, you got nothing to lose. And if I'm acting slutty, then it's probably from the boo. The boo, boo, boo. What's wrong with your face?
1: Get to tune in next week week for another exciting episode of Bako Tunes Radio, brought to you by BakoTopia.com. Peace.